Welcome to Small Biz Tips with My Connections with your host, Julbert Abraham, where he invites successful six-figure or seven-figure entrepreneurs on the show to share their journey, their failure, their lessons, and tips that can help and inspire up-and-coming entrepreneurs. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Small Biz Tips, guys. I got another legend for y'all. So I met this young lady a couple months ago on LinkedIn, right? We connected, we started chatting. She came to some of my events. She is amazing. So I had to bring her to the podcast today. Tashima, what's good, girl? Thank you, Drew. Hello, everyone. I am Tashima Freeman. I am a business coach and an accountant. I help a lot of career professionals really break from that corporate cycle into Mm -hmm. business, into um, becoming a business builder, I should say. And we do this by creating an exit strategy. But I also own an accounting firm, which was actually my first business. (laughs) All right. All right. Before we get into all that, who is Tashima? Oh, child. (laughs) (laughs) I am a billionaire in the making. And I mean that when I say it. Um, I am a mother, of course. I am dedicated to my son. My son is my why for why I do all of this and why I am so big on building generational wealth now so mm-hmm. that we can enjoy the reach that we sow, you know? So that's part of who I have. I, ha- I know a lot of entrepreneurs are like, your motherhood is not all you about, baby. That is <laughs> a big part of what I am That's your why. <laughs> no, it's serious. Um, but I am also a go-getter. Um, and I, I'm going to pat myself on the back. I have always been a go-getter. I have always mm-hmm. had a job since middle school, going into high school, all throughout college. Hold on. Middle yeah, school? Like, what did you used to do? It, child, everything. <laughs> um, I started out in customer service. My first job okay. was actually, um, let me give y'all an even bigger background. Yes, yes. My entire, my mom, my father, my grandmother, my aunts, they are all business owners. They have, yeah, like entrepreneurship is in my blood. It's not something that I just woke up and was like, oh, I want to do this. (laughs) It's in me. It ain't on me. Um, But I I was actually in my grandmother's floor shop. She's been a florist for the past 35, maybe even going on 40 years now. Um, Yeah. My first job was running the cash register, assisting in, you know. Wait, how old were you? You know how you know, um, 12, 10. They have us there five and six, but like seriously, <laughs> when I was doing it and she was actually paying me, um, I might have been 10, 11. Wow. Yeah, awesome. yeah. It was it was a young thing. And then of course I moved to like that basic McDonald's job to kind of get uh-huh. me. Let me tell you something. Make your kids work at a fast food <laughs> restaurant. It built all of my customer service skills. I tell no lie. <laughs> nice, nice. So wait, wait, before, before going any further, what was your, what's a crazy story when you worked at McDonald's? <laughs> and it had nothing to do with McDonald's. So you know how sometimes <laughs> you work in, um, uh, so the McDonald's I worked in was inside of a Walmart. Okay. Okay. Those, y'all um, know, I've gotcha. seen it all. First of all, that <laughs> is the reason why I am a Walmart basher. I do not support Walmart. I will never buy stock in their company ever. Like Walmart bash. Oh, man. 
Yeah, I'm her. I'm Target all day long. But there was a time where um, uh, I, I was two, they had to be like sisters or cousins or something. Two ladies came in, they had this baby, um, baby stroller, and then they had like a little one in their hand. Why did they, they order this food? And it was like, it was a regular transaction for me, but they did seem a little off. When I tell you, they walked out of the McDonald's. And all you could see was the police and everyone chasing them. Oh, my them. God. Basically, there wasn't a baby in a stroller. They had stolen a whole bunch of clothes. Oh a whole God. bunch of stuff. I've seen it all working at that McDonald's. Wow. <laughs> it's funny how they stole all this stuff, but then they paid you for the food. For the food. My <laughs> thing was, why would you even stop here? Why would you even stop here? Just keep it pushing. Um, but wow. no, you know, Walmart has a whole system. They can hear everything that you're talking about while you're in their store. Um, yeah. We were very close with the security guards. So they kind of put us up on game. Like, we're not even going to, we're not going to stop you inside the store. We'll let you get to the exit so that you think that the you intent. got away. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Wow. So, <laughs> all right. Now, fast forward, right? You've worked in all those places. Mm-hmm. How did you end up starting your accounting firm? Um, so anyone who has known me since college, um, I started out my college career as an accountant. Like I knew off rip that I wanted to own an accounting firm. I have wow. been saying since high school, I am going to own an accounting firm. So like to see it is like, dang, I really did that. But yeah, I have always known I was going to own an accounting firm. When I was in my junior year of college, I started working at H&R Block. That kind of mm-hmm. gave me like that tax background. I did not stop doing taxes after that. I continued <laughs> to do it. I worked with H&R Block another year, which was a great experience for me because I kind of had like hands-on training, but I was getting paid to do it as well. Mm-hmm. So that was awesome. Um, and then throughout my college career, because it took me a little time to actually graduate college. I'll be the one to tell you that. But I always worked an accounting job or a tax job. I never steered away from, if I had two wow. jobs, maybe my other job was something different, but I never steered away from that. So I worked in, uh, I worked as a financial analyst with Georgia Lottery. Uh-huh. Um, I did a long, I did about five years at a nonprofit, which really gave me that accounting background that I needed. Um, because we had to really abide by a lot of governmental um, rules and obligations. Uh So that really helped me a lot in my career. And then I got into uh, working with Emory University. And I just, I skipped past a whole bunch of jobs, but Emory (laughs) University was that one job where I, if I'm honest with you all, I was like, I don't know, I might be able to stay here. You know, like I might be able to actually do this. Uh Uh-huh. But then what happened? I got fired. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, so, right? One door closed for another one to open. Most definitely. And and the whole reason for me being fired. <sighs> do we got time? Well, well spill the tea. We we got let some. Me, we got a couple. Me, minutes. We got a couple minutes. A, I'm gonna give y'all a little tea. I got caught up in some stuff in like 2016. Again, I'm working an accounting job while I'm here. I am mm-hmm. also a personal assistant, so I'm working two jobs. I got caught up in some mess. I ended up getting into some legal trouble, which caused me to, it really messed up my accounting streak that I was on. So Mm. from 2017 to 2019, I've applied 
probably to over 30, 50 jobs. Out of those 30, 50 jobs, I've been accepted offers, 70K, 60K, like Mm -hmm. great offers for me at that age. That was awesome. Like I'm like 24, 25. So, you know, I'm like, yes, I'm getting (laughs) these offers, y'all, but I'm not making it past the background check. Mm-hmm. yeah so I'm I'm literally passing drug tests getting to a point of like you know we're going to see your I-9 we just need your background to go through and then when the background comes I'm not able to pass it so from 20 wow. really 2016 to 2019 that was my that was my struggle throughout all of that what would you do I continue what do you mean what do you do you keep going Wait, you I'm saying what here. what else were you doing what what, what kind of work were you I doing? would work with jobs I immediately started working with temp services a lot of temp services gotcha. are doing background background checks during that time so I would work with temp services I would go after internships I would gotcha. do so you want to hone in on your skills yeah like I'm not I had a lot of people telling me like stop trying to get an accounting job just go get something basic for you to work and I'm like that's not acceptable for me Mm. Um, I'm very big on striving for excellence being excellent in everything that you do and that was that was me like lowering my standards and I just I'm not about that life I'm not about that life yeah 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 Yeah, so I ended up coming across this Emory job they let me in for a year without a background check so then oh, it gets wow. to, yeah, it gets to a point where they're like, we want to promote you to a higher rank. So now they're trying oh, to make me a senior accountant. Dang. I, when I tell you, I went into that room, they gave me my offer. I was like, that's not going to cut it. I'm getting everything I asked for. I got the pay I asked for. I told them I only wanted to have to come in the office two days out of the week. And I wanted to be able to choose those two days out of the week. They're giving it wow. to me. Yeah, I'm getting everything I asked for. They accept it. I go through this entire three, four month process in February of 2020. He calls me in the office and he's like, your background shit came back. We can't. I'm sorry. You. Dang. Yeah. But guess what? It created an opportunity. What happened Listen, in 2020? Listen literally I was in uh, Miami I, I want to say it was the last week of February I was in Miami for one of my homegirls birthday we having a good time I leave Miami to go back to work I'm like no I don't want to miss out on work I'm gonna go back to work they need me there I get there he fires oh. me. <laughs> oh, me that same day I immediately I started looking for a coach I found my coach maybe like two days later, but I was like on a hunt for finding a coach. Wait, I was on the hunt for making sure that my business name and everything was still registered and everything was good with that. I started my business in that same week. I got fired on a Monday. By Friday, I was already in the place of getting all my systems in place as far as my mm-hmm. softwares that I needed. I started my business. I tripled my income that first month. And, and I want to say in less than 30 days, I tripled my income and I went hard. <laughs> so I, I got a question for you, right? Yeah. What was the mindset when you got fired? You know, you flew back, you got fired, and then you went and get a coach. A lot of people wouldn't go and get a coach. They would go and, you know, cry, hide under their bed, make the world feel bad for themselves. But you took action and literally started a business that same week. I did the same thing. Um, That's how I started my company, you know, got let go, was like, screw these people. I'm going to start a business. And by the, by that next Monday, I already had a company. So what, what was that mindset in you? Like what, what, what twitching was like, 
I need to get a coach. I need to move quickly. What happened there? Like, what were you thinking at that time? This may be um, the least of people's worries when they're jumping into business. Um, but the week before I got fired, I prayed. Um, mm. God, and I asked God, I said, hey, I just need you to give me whatever it is that you have in your will for me. And I mm. said, and I need you to put it in my heart for me to love that. You know, even oh, if it's not what I want, I need you to put it in my heart for me to love that. So when I got fired, my mindset was, God, push you out the door because you was you was going to be okay with staying. And whatever comes next, I'm going to be okay. Like whatever wow. comes next is going to be in God's will for me. And it's going to be exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. So I wasn't thinking about the job. I wasn't thinking about, I stayed away from my fears at that moment. I think that's mm. a very big thing. I stayed away from where I'm going to make money. How am I going to take care of my son? How am I going to do this? Mind you, I'm also finishing up my MBA at this time. I'm staying away from all of, like, I don't, God got me. Like, tunnel vision. Real. Tunnel yeah. vision. That's ton it. super tunnel vision. And I think the mindset was immediately get the help that you need. And I mm -hmm. knew that I wanted to start an accounting business. I just didn't want to have to get a brick and mortar. So my thing was finding a coach who could help me start my accounting business online and market to people to where they trust me online mm -hmm. as opposed to having a brick and mortar. And I found just that. Mm, congratulations. Yeah, now, let's talk you. about let's talk about that. Right. Because you have the accounting business mm -hmm. remote, but you also have a coaching business as mm -hmm. well, helping people that are exiting corporate America. Yeah. So. Tell us more about both. How is the accounting business structured right now? Is it just you? Do you have a team? And then for the coaching business, how did you start with that? Okay. So first off, biz tip real quick. Do not ever be afraid to restructure your business and your business model. Mm. Very important. So my accounting business for the past two years has been us working with small businesses um, and mm -hmm. we work specifically predominantly with people in the entertainment industry. So a lot of production okay. companies, audio engineers, people in entertainment. Um, I immediately, maybe like a year, year in, a year and a half in, I was like, I don't want to work with them no more. Um, it's too much for me. It messes mm -hmm. with my sanity. I'm all <laughs> about peace and a soft life. So I immediately knew that that's not what I wanted to do long term. So mm -hmm. I worked on how I was going to restructure my business. We do, I do have a team. Um, shout out, shout out to my team because <laughs> you cannot do it alone. It's to the point that the individual customer base that we take on, that is autom that's automated. Like I don't have to mm -hmm. do the day-to-day -day with that. Of course we have team nice. meetings, of course, things like that. You have to be a part of it, but I do not have to do the day-to-day. -day. Maybe the sales, but even then, we are not even taking any client who isn't a current client of ours. We are oh, not. Wow. Yeah, we're moving into government contracting when it comes to the accounting side. So again, Congrats. restructured that business to fit my life that I desire. That's like very important. Mm, now, when big... it comes to the business coaching, I, I got into the business coaching because of my accounting business. I would have clients who would be like, I need you to help me with this and help me with this. Mind you, we do accounting and taxes, bookkeeping, taxes, a little tax planning. They're mm -hmm. asking me for everything outside of that, but I'm <laughs> helping them. And then I'm realizing like when I do my um, annual reviews, because of course 
do annual reviews. That's important. So you can see mm. what clients actually like about your business, what they don't mm. like, what they feel like. Yeah, that's important. So when I did my annual reviews, I would have them, they're like, yo, you helped me a lot. And I ain't just talking about taxes, like really boosting me up. And then it was like, you know, I'm already coaching. Let me make a business out of it because maybe nice. this is part of the journey that God has me on that I'm supposed to be doing. Oh, wow. That's amazing. I, I love how they're kind of play out with each other, right? Because yeah, definitely. With, you know, with that accounting business, you're helping people um, get the numbers straight. But with the coaching business, they're starting a business. They're going to need to get the numbers straight. So yeah. you don't think about it, but having a coaching business and accounting business kind of work with each other. That's that's genius. Most definitely. <laughs> Even in the sense of like, I've already decided when we move completely out of helping individual um, business, mm-hmm. as opposed to just working with the government, we'll only be helping clients from our coaching side, you know, mm-hmm. those who need their taxes done, those who need assistance with set up, those who need assistance with clean up and more so not just doing it for them, but actually educating them on how to do mm-hmm. it. So the goal of course, is not for you to be doing your own bookkeeping and taxes, but if you think for one second Jay-Z doesn't have an understanding of what his PL means or what his cash flow mm-hmm. report means or what it looks like for his taxes, you are tripping. Like, even mm-hmm. though you may not be the one doing it, at some point in time, you need to have an understanding of what it how it's supposed to go and what it looks like so that one, no one is running over you, but also so that you mm. set the standard of what you want it to be in your business. I love it. So to wrap things up, what is one small biz tip? You already gave tons of gems, but what is one small biz tip you could share with everyone, especially entrepreneurs that are either just starting out or trying to figure out that hate numbers, right? Because there's a lot of entrepreneurs that they don't like numbers. They like Mm -hmm. getting paid, but they don't like looking at numbers. (laughs) So I'm even though like that, that's a big part of it. I'm going to say for those who are really either in business or trying to enter business, although I was fired, something I didn't tell you all the year before I was telling myself that I was going to have to quit my job to be able to make more money. That Mm. was my, that was my mantra. I would say my affirmation Mm -hmm. that I would say daily. So I was preparing myself Wow. The entire, tw- uh, the entire 2019 before I actually got fired. One biz tip I would say is if you are currently working a job and you, or even if you work a job and you have a side hustle, mm-hmm. hire help, get mm. you a virtual assistant. You cannot do it on your own. And not only mm-hmm. that, you don't need to waste your time on tasks that won't generate you income right now. Mm. So responding to emails on a daily, like, <laughs> Get somebody else to do it, please. All jokes aside. And there are so many resources out here that will allow you to find someone at a reasonable cost. And what better time to do it when you're working a job that you're mm-hmm. already making money from? Yes. That's a big mm. deal. Yeah. I love that. Afraid of that. And stop trying to do your website on your own. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Listen, I'm so even glad if, you said that. Even if you design it and you think it looks good. There are people, professionals who have an eye for what consumers and what businesses want, want yes. to see. And not even just the visual part of it, the verbiage. When I yes. did my website and then I let my web designer do my website, the way he, he took my words and he made me sound like a like like a real life boss out here. <laughs> Hire help, guys. Hire That's help. That's fantastic. 
yeah. love it. Thanks again. Now, how do people get in touch with you? If they want to join your coaching program or, you know, learn more from you, like what's the best way for them to reach you? Um, so you can either go on my website, which is tashimafreeman.com, T-A-S-H-I-M-A, freeman.com. And then on every social media platform, it's the same, Tashima Freeman. Awesome. Guys, check out Tashima. As you can see, she is a smart cookie. Thank you again for jumping on. Have a good one. Thanks. Thanks for listening to Small Biz Tips. For more, subscribe to our YouTube channel and connect on LinkedIn and Instagram at Jeff Abe Online. And check out our website at www.abrahamglobal.com.